Hey guys, thank you for joining me today. I hope that you are able to say it is well with me. I pray that God would speak to you today and strengthen you in whatever area you need Him. May this message be a blessing to you today and fill your spirit with hope and peace for the days ahead. If you guys are ready, let's jump in to today's message titled, Is This For Real? I know when you watch some magicians or illusionists, not the ones you hire for your kid's birthday party, but I mean the really good ones, the ones that can do illusions right in your face and leave you scratching your head and wondering, is this guy for real? I mean, some of them, like Chris Angel or David Blaine, for example, could do some tricks that would not even not only leave you questioning reality, but could literally freak you out trying to just comprehend what you saw. But in the end, you have to remember, this is their profession and they're really good at accomplishing their goal, which is leaving you wondering you know, if they're for real or what even happened. That's how Peter and the disciples had to have felt as they began to follow Jesus and bear witness to miracle after miracle, leaving people like Peter scratching his head saying, is this guy for real? What just happened? You see this when Jesus calms the storm. Jesus is asleep in the boat and the storm is so bad that the waves are crashing into the boat and the disciples are afraid that they're going to die. So they wake Jesus up and he rebukes the wind and waves. Then he asks them, why are you afraid? Why do you still have no faith? Mark 4, 40-41 says, He asked them, Why are you so afraid? Don't you have any faith yet? They were overcome with fear and asked each other, Who is this man? Even the wind and the sea obey him? In other words, I could hear, or, you know, hear Peter saying, Is he for real? What just happened? Remember, Peter had already seen Jesus perform other miracles, yet he was found lacking faith. Did Peter truly understand who Jesus was, or was he seeing the miracles and still trying to wrap his head around what he was seeing instead of allowing the limitations of what he thought was possible to cloud his view of what was right in front of him? What has Jesus done for you? What miracles has he done in your life? What have you seen him do for yourself or others? What has he delivered you from or blessed you in spite of. Yet we are often found lacking in faith. We doubt Jesus. We second guess or hesitate to believe his promises. We see, yet we don't always believe. We are like Peter more than we know. Matthew sixteen thirteen through 20 says, When Jesus came to a region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say the Son of Man is? They answered, Some say, You are John the Baptizer, others Elijah. Still others say Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He asked them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Okay, so let's pause here for just a second. Knowing Peter's impulsive tendencies and willingness to speak up and share his thoughts, you have to think in this moment, the teacher asked the students probably the most important question that he could ask. 
I can imagine when he asked it, the others probably looked at each other like it was a trick question. But not Peter. He knew he had the answer for this one and jumped in before anyone could say anything. Fortunately for Peter, he was correct and had the inside track to this truth, as you will see in the next verses. Jesus replied, Simon, son of Jonah, you are blessed. No human revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven revealed it to you. So despite Peter's temper or quickness uh, to speak without thinking or lack of faith at at times, God saw fit to reveal the most important truth about Jesus to him. Because without looking... Uh, you know, without looking at Peter through the lens uh, uh, of God, you see a common man with many flaws, but through God's eyes, you see the man he will be, the man Jesus knew he would be. Look at what Jesus says. You are Peter, and I guarantee that on this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not overpower it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you imprison, God will imprison. And whatever you set free, God will set free. Then he strictly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. Jesus says this to Peter, making a guarantee for his namesake, knowing that Peter would would eventually fail and would, would stumble and fall multiple times. Knowing that Peter would deny him three times, yet Jesus promised Peter that he would build his church on him, giving him the keys of the kingdom and granting him power from on high. Doesn't that give you hope? Jesus knew Peter had flaws. Peter was a work in progress, being shaped and fashioned in the image of Christ. Jesus knew Peter would deny him, yet Jesus knew Peter's heart and knew that through Peter's failure, he would be able to restore Peter and set him on the right path. Like Peter, we are a work in progress. God knows your flaws. He knows your failures. He knows your future mistakes. He knows. Yet like Peter, he sees in you all that you can be and will be through him. We have to stop looking at others and ourselves with human eyes as the world sees, so to speak, and instead see through God's eyes. We have to gain that Jesus perspective. Let's take a look at one more passage uh, involving Peter. Several times in the Gospels you will read that Jesus took three of the twelve with him for something special, perhaps because Jesus was preparing them to take the leadership role for when he was gone. Jesus went a little deeper with, with these three. And they became the leaders of the faith. As you know, Peter was one of those three, and definitely the more vocal one of the three. Well, one passage, talk, one passage talks about Jesus taking the three, Peter, James, and John, up on a mountain to pray. Luke nine twenty-eight through 33 says, He took Peter, John, and James with him and went up onto a mountain to pray. As he was praying, the appearance of his face changed, and his clothes became as bright as a flash of lightning. Two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in glorious splendor, talking with Jesus. They spoke about his departure, which he was about to bring to fulfillment at Jerusalem. Peter and his companions were very uh, sleepy, but 
they became fully awake and they saw uh, Jesus in his glory and the two men standing with him. And as the men were leaving Jesus, uh, as they were leaving Jesus, Peter said to him, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters or build three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. And then in parentheses, it says he did not know what he was saying. In true Peter fashion, he speaks up and he speaks out of emotion. If someone is going to speak up, it is going to be Peter. I can definitely relate. I'm just saying. People will quickly jump on Peter about this statement because it implies that Jesus, Moses, and Elijah were of equal status which we know is not true at all, but the statement Peter made does imply that, which would be a grave mistake, especially if it was a calculated response. But Peter spoke in haste and with a and with a good heart, but definitely without thinking it through. Again, if you are like me, you can relate to Peter. Side note, this passage about the transfiguration is really interesting. You have Moses representing the law, Elijah representing the prophets, and Jesus, who is the fulfillment of the law and the prophets. There is definitely some deep theological content here, but I want to focus on the heart of Peter. I read an article by Grace Centered Christian Magazine that summed it up nicely. Peter's suggestion to build three shelters can be justified on several levels. First, his suggestion was a very practical suggestion. They were on a mountaintop, exposed to the elements, how much more comfortable it would have been for there to be some kind of shelter to protect them. Second, his suggestion demonstrated a great deal of respect for these spiritual giants. He suggested that the shelters be built for Jesus, Moses, and Elijah. He did not suggest the shelters be built for himself or the other disciples. Finally, he showed the heart of a servant in his suggestion. He offered to build these shelters himself. Ultimately, Peter's statement was misguided, even though he most likely had good intentions. Now, God clarified it for Peter in the following verses. He said in Luke 9, 34-36, While he was speaking, a cloud appeared and covered them, and they were afraid. As they entered the cloud, a voice came from the cloud, saying, This is my son, whom I have chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, they found that Jesus was alone. The disciples kept this to themselves and did not tell anyone at the time when they had seen, at that, at that time what they had seen. You know, God wanted Peter to know Jesus alone was the Son of God and was superior to everyone else, above the law and the prophets. Jesus was to be listened to. Jesus obviously saw something in Peter because Peter bore witness to so many amazing things. Do you ever speak out of your emotions without thinking? I can't tell you how many times I have let my emotions dictate my words, and I, and not in a good way. Especially today, you know, how often do you see people speaking through emotions, even though what they are saying, no matter how sincere or noble, is in direct conflict with the Word of God? Man has done some wicked things with the best of intentions. We must filter our emotions and words through the filter of God's word. If it, if it contradicts the word of God, no matter how noble, it is misguided. 
when Peter cut off the ear of Malchus, the servant of the high priest Caiaphas, he did it with the best of intentions. But Jesus rebuked him. Peter was clearly hard-headed and didn't listen as much as he should have and acted often without thinking. But Peter loved Jesus. And I have no doubt that most of you listening out there do as well. But are we still speaking and acting out of emotions? Letting our emotions control us? Moving in haste with good intentions? Or are we filtering our words and actions through the Word of God? Are we still trying to wrap our head around who Jesus is and what He has done for us? Focused on the miracles instead of the miracle worker? Have you ever heard the phrase, you can't see the trees for the forest? It's a perspective thing. I think the struggle with Peter as well as the others regarding their lack of faith at times was they were so amazed by the miracles that when they walked away, they forgot that the miracle worker, the way maker, was standing right there with them. I think we as Christians can do the same in church. We get so caught up in serving and doing you know, this ministry or that ministry, serving on this team or that team, that we forget who we are truly serving. We have to step back and remind ourselves, who do we do this for? The answer, Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Don't get so caught up in the miracles or details that you lose sight of what it's all about. Jesus. Thank you, God, for all that you do for us. Thank you for your patience and unfailing love. God, we sometimes have the best intentions, but those intentions can be misguided and can take us out of your will. God, Lord, guide us so that we can maintain our focus on what matters most. Jesus, lead us, Lord, in your truth. Strengthen our faith. Fill us with your spirit, Lord. Let us see and recognize the power that lies inside of each of us. Your word said that the gates of hell would not prevail over the church. Your people are the church. You said that whatever we bind in your name would be bound in heaven. And whatever we set free in your name will be set free in heaven. Bring revival to your people, Lord. Give us the faith to bind up the attacks of the enemy and to set free in your name those who are struggling, being pulled down. Let your people rise up and walk in the confidence of your word, and we will give you all the praise and glory and honor. Amen.